Welcome back, my inquisitive friends. Before we kick off with uh, quite a few big news stories uh, today, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this clip that I was sent. That I think is a good candidate for a channel trailer. Check it out. This is Russia. Delicious cuisine. Beautiful women. Cheap gas. Rich history. World famous literature. Unique architecture, fertile soil, cheap electricity and water, ballet, cheap taxi and delivery, traditional values, Christianity, no cancel culture, hospitality, vodka, economy that can withstand thousands of sanctions. Time to move to Russia. Don't delay. Winter is coming. I have no idea who made that. Otherwise, I would definitely credit them. <laughs> I mean, it could be the uh, the Russian government themselves. <laughs> Absolutely epic stuff. Right, we've had our chuckle. So let's get into some more news. Tucker Carlson has apparently picked up on this interview between Piers Morgan and Zelensky and Zelenska. Uh, Elena, I think her name is, or something like that, never mind. Uh, the amusing part here is pay attention to the transcript, because whenever someone mentions COVID, it's been censored, and this is Piers Morgan uncensored. I find that endlessly amusing. However, the key point is what Zelensky says to Americans. Let's, let's have a little listen here. What's his valuable message? What is your message to those Americans who do not think America should be as heavily involved? My border was we are fighting for absolutely communal values that are universally understood. Some time ago, I responded that war doesn't have a distance. And the war in Ukraine is still the war against those values that are professed in the United States and in Europe. The distance doesn't exist today. Today, Russian rockets can fly over a few thousand kilometers. And tomorrow, they will have rockets that can cover tens of thousands of kilometers. What difference does it make? They kill civilians who do not agree with the politics of the president of Russia. So this war, here and now in Ukraine, and forgive me that I'm saying it so cynically, is for the safety of Europe. As long as we are resisting, the integrity of the United States will continue. Therefore, we are giving our lives for your values and the joint security of the world. Therefore, inflation is nothing. Covid is nothing. Ask those people who lost their children, their peace, their property at the beginning of the full-scale Russian invasion. Who is thinking about masks and Covid? Who is thinking about inflation? There you go. So, boo-hoo to your cost of living. Wow. I. I love how he, he didn't mention any kill list. Those are your values, America, that Ukraine is dying to defend. Uh, remember how he said how Russia is killing people who don't agree with the politics. What's Miratoritz then, Zelensky? Inflation is nothing. The attitude of this guy, absolutely mind-boggling. And not, not at all, uh, you know, jumped up, is it? God, I mean, fresh out of his Vogue photo shoot. His wife probably still got the makeup on. Meanwhile, 40 people were killed when the armed forces of Ukraine attacked the colony in the DPR where prisoners were kept. This is most intriguing. 
Bezsanov, 40 people were killed and 130 injured in the shelling of a colony with prisoners in Yelenovka. I don't know where Aidan Aslan's being held, actually. I had a feeling it was a Yelenovka. Uh, I probably, I'm probably mistaken. I think uh, this is where the Azov guys, the Azov-style guys were kept. Uh, reputedly or reportedly by American HIMARS, no less. The Ukrainian army fired at penal colony number 120 in the village of Yelenovka in the DPR, where prisoners of Azov are kept, killing at least 40 people, Deputy Minister of Information of the Republic Daniel Bezanov said in his Telegram channel. A direct hit in the barracks with prisoners, the result as of now 40 dead, 130 wounded, while the rubble is being sorted out, the numbers may increase. The military political leadership of Ukraine apparently decided to get rid of unnecessary ballast. According to him, the strike on the colony was most likely carried out from the American MLRS HIMARS. The head of the representative office of the Lugansk People's Republic in Russia, Rodion Miroshnik, for his part suggested that the Kiev authorities considered the surrendered Azovites a disgrace and gave the order to liquidate them. Well, is, I'm pretty sure that a penal colony is considered a non-military target, despite the fact it's holding soldiers. Uh, at least prisoners of war, who have surrendered. So I don't think you can say that, oh, that's a viable target. I'm pretty certain this is a war crime. As for whether it's HIMARS, I'm guessing that there must be some wreckage uh, where they're basing this on that. But that does not look good. Uh, and firing at their own as well. These are the values that Ukraine is dying to protect of shelling their own people. Wow. Wow. Let's see uh, what the British media has to say. Oh, we have the magical counteroffensive, uh, according to the British ministry. Ukraine's Kherson counteroffensive gathering momentum. Ukraine's counteroffensive in Kherson is gathering momentum, according to the UK Ministry of Defence. In an intelligence report issued this morning, the ministry said, quote, Their forces have highly likely established a bridgehead south of the Ingolets River, which forms the northern boundary of Russian-occupied Kherson. Ukraine has used its new long-range artillery to damage at least three of the bridges across the Dnipro River, which Russia relies upon to supply the areas under its control. One of these, the 1,000-metre-long Antonovsky Bridge near Kherson City, was damaged last week. Ukraine struck it again on 27th July 2022, and it is highly likely that the crossing is now unusable. Russia's 49th army is stationed on the west bank of the Dnipro River and now looks highly vulnerable. Similarly, Kherson City, the most politically significant population centre occupied Russia, is now virtually cut off from the other occupied territories. Its loss would severely undermine Russia's attempts to paint the occupation as a success. Highly likely, at least, highly likely, looks virtually, and would. These words mean what I've just given you here is a big fat nothing burger. Their forces have highly likely established, so they haven't, <laughs> they may have, <laughs> to damage at least, so maybe, uh, yeah, and it's highly likely the crossing is now usable, unusable, sorry. Let's, let's go in, because the Evening Standard, the world-renowned publication that it is, has just parroted these lines. Ukraine tells Russia, retreat or be annihilated as Kherson offensive gathers momentum. Russian forces now look highly vulnerable, say British officials. Okay, let's scroll down, because that's just now cut and paste, and here we are. 
Here is a pretty... Oh, goodness me, look, there's a hole. Oh, wow, yeah, they did damage it. Goodness me, let's see what it says. Ukraine's forces struck the key Antonivsky Bridge near Kherson City with long-range missiles again on Wednesday, leaving it unusable in a blow to Russian efforts to hold... I'm pretty sure that's usable. That car is literally crossing the bridge beside the hole. Let's see what happened. Ah, uh, this was in hours afterwards. Some girders going down and whoppa! Fixed. <laughs> okay, so it may have been, or that little bit may have been unusable, but the little bit next to it was very much usable. Well done, GG. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, the British intelligence there, on point as ever. Uh, however, armed forces, this is reported today, uh, just breaking news now, armed forces of Ukraine launched a series of missile strikes in the area of the Kakovskaya hydroelectric power station. They've been focusing on this for a few days now. Armed forces of Ukraine, yeah, repeats that. Uh, we have this picture of the dam here, hydroelectric power station in the Kherson region. So this uh, could, well, um, lend in to what we're saying about this effort, at least. I won't call it a, a counteroffensive yet, <laughs> but at least this focus of effort and munitions in the Kherson district and region. Quote, at two in the morning, and now right now, they are shooting at the hydroelectric power station. They are launching missile strikes. The air defense system is working, the agency's interlocutor said. According to him, the armed forces of Ukraine are deliberately hitting the area of the hydroelectric power station, despite the fact that there are now many civilian vehicles there, which are moving to the other side along the dam of the power plant. Leontiev clarified that the roads to the entrance to the hydroelectric power station was damaged. The station itself is not damaged, continues to operate. It, to operate. There is no destruction in Novokovka either, the source of the agency concluded. Okay. So there we go. But the latest latest claim from the US, so we've had the UK weighing in, the US, 75,000 Russians killed or injured so far. Are they literally just pulling numbers out their asses. That's no way believable. I'm sorry. That's, that is literally ridiculous. But they're painting this like victorious image, it seems, in, in the West. Uh, with some evidence, let's be fair, of some, some activity but nowhere near as glorious as it is being painted. And let's have a look now. Oh, uh, this was published yesterday, 28th of July. According to UKR report, the Ukrainian army announces raising of the reserve forces of the, armed, of the army to the age of 70. And I love, isn't it? I reported in yesterday's video about Dad's army. <laughs> I love that someone commented with a picture of Dad's army. <laughs> the comments are absolute gold, actually. First comment from rubles-based multipolar. I mean, we can tell from the Russian flag that which way they lean. Uh, isn't that higher than the normal life expectancy of Ukrainians? You shouldn't laugh. You, you shouldn't laugh. But uh, I did find that, I'm sorry to say, amusing. Call it my dark humor. Uh, uh, th yeah, the comments here are absolutely priceless. Some of these pictures as well <laughs> to the last Ukrainian. Again, you shouldn't laugh. It shouldn't be to the last Ukrainian. But hey, you either laugh or you cry. Uh, so uh, the last piece here is uh, not related to that. Uh, but we've got Saudi Arabia now announcing the they're going to hike oil prices. So the cost of living, you know, the cost of living that Zelensky said was nothing. Inflation that was nothing. And I, I feature this story because they didn't, 
the, the Saudis claimed like they were going to appease Biden by maybe in the future in 2027, increasing capacity was from 10 million barrels to 13 million barrels a day. <laughs> well, yeah. And then they're slapping a bigger price tag on it. Fair play to uh, the Saudi Arabians. Uh, it's, was it the world's top crude exporter is expected to price its Arab light crude to Asia at a $10.80 a barrel premium. Now, I did say to Asia, but this is no doubt going to have uh, ripple effects across the markets, uh, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know that for certain, but when you see the record price, according to this graphic, if you trust Bloomberg, as some Asian processors have started to model a reduction in operating capacity from September, winter is coming. The bullish momentum for Middle Eastern crude is likely to reach a turning point next month for October loading cargoes. Traders who buy and sell those barrels said, citing the marked decline in refining margins. Gasoline cracking margins in Asia have slumped more than 70% since late June, while those for diesel sank 39%. I, I'm not going to pretend to understand all of this, but suffice to say, I don't think it's good news. Uh, the the uh, Saudi Arabians are increasing the price, even if it is for the Asian mix. And as I've said before, I think that's going to have an effect. Winter is truly coming. That is a brief roundup of the news. Meanwhile, I am going to get on in tearing my setup down to hopefully bring you some higher quality content and maybe some live streams. I don't want to jinx it or make any false promises. I hope you are having a wonderful Friday and I hope to see you in the next one very soon. Bye-bye.